Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Chris Hargraves, and today we are talking about the most loved thing that everyone enjoyed at school and everyone always goes back to as often as possible, statistics. Yes, we're going to have a chat about statistics, metrics, figures, numbers, and all those things that everybody couldn't care less about, but should probably care slightly more about. My name is Chris can find more of my stuff at digitalmarketingforlawyers.com, but for now, this is Digital Marketing Mastery for Lawyers. And most lawyers couldn't give a stuff about metrics, statistics, or anything else, except the ones who realize that paying a little bit of attention, same as anything, a little goes a long way, a little bit of attention can dramatically improve your blogging efforts. I'm just going to use blogging as the example here, but truthfully, you can use similar sorts of statistics for pretty much any form of content marketing. Because if you know my basic philosophy by now, you probably understand that if your content efforts are not working, then probably one of two things is in play. Uh, firstly, you're doing the wrong stuff, or secondly, you're doing it badly. And statistics are going to help you identify perhaps the second one more so than the first one. So I just wanted to run through some absolute core metrics that you should be looking at, in particular in relation to blogs, because I know that's where most lawyers are actually at still. Video metrics are a little bit of another world, as are social media metrics. So we're going to look at things you can find in your Google Analytics dashboard. And so question number one is, have you set up Google Analytics? It's free, just Google it. Obviously, it's going to be the first result uh, for (laughs) the pretty obvious reason that Google owns it. And Hook that up to your website. Now, if you're using a WordPress site, that is pretty simple. Uh, There are 57 different ways. I have a tendency just to use a plugin, which at the present time is called Monster Insights. It is also free, so we don't need to panic about that part. That will simply start measuring your traffic and what it's doing on your site. Now, I'm assuming the vast majority of you have already got that set up and we're at 2 minutes 40 seconds and I haven't said anything very useful just yet, but that's okay. The question is, what should you be looking at? Firstly, you should obviously be looking at which articles are popular. Okay, so let's say you share them and you can simply go back over the month or over the six months and say, okay, which of our articles got the most reads, the most people clicked on it, the most people hit that page in any way, shape or form from any source for any reason of any kind. Which are the top ones? Now, in a lot of law firms, the top ones are actually going to be people, but let's limit this down to your blog posts because we're looking at your content strategy, not your outreach and networking strategy, which is what should result in people hitting your personal profile. Now, if you look at that, you will get an idea of which articles got the most attention at a very surface level point of view. What you then need to figure out is a number of additional factors. Firstly, where did the traffic come from for each of, say, the top 10? If you've managed to get 10 blog posts done over your six-month period, then have a look at those 10 posts. And if you've got more than that, look at the top 10. And see... When, from those, where was that traffic coming from? 
because this is going to give you a little bit of a glimmer of insight into what's happening because different practice areas are going to have different audiences who live and thrive in different places and the where the type of traffic you get and the place it comes from is going to be fairly important because it's going to help you figure out where are your people hanging out and where is your attention best placed. Now after that what we need to do is try and figure out is there some kind of outlier? That is, did one of your posts just happen through no fault of your own to get shared by someone who's got 1.2 million people on their Facebook page and therefore you got 5,000 views more on this pay, on this particular post than on some other post. That, if you didn't arrange that, you can't really take credit for it. It's a bit of a fluke, but it might be a fluke because it was a particularly good article. So then it's worth following up. Okay, what was that article about? What was good about it? What did people say about it? Try and find where they shared it. Try and look at the comments. And this is where the information becomes valuable because what you're figuring out is what did people like about it? What did people not like about it? If you got shared on a site saying most rubbish blog posts ever, that's not ideal. It'll get you more traffic, but it's not the kind of traffic and attention that you're actually after. So we need to figure out why it got the attention it did. Once you have done this, and you'll notice I'm not giving you instructions on how to do this, if you spend 10 or 15 or 20 minutes literally just clicking around Google Analytics, you will find this information really fairly easily. And a simple Google search will reveal to you how to do most of this stuff. So I don't want to get into the how-tos, because if you're applying yourself to it, honestly, you can figure it out with half a moment's thought. I want to talk about what you should be looking for. Because the next one is not just how many people turned up on the page, it is how long were people on the page. Because if you wrote a blog post that was 2,750 words long, and the average time on that post is 16 seconds, which might be how long it takes to understand a Dilbert cartoon and cut and paste it into your own newsfeed to share it with your friends, there's a mismatch there. Which means either the article isn't delivering what people thought, the wrong kind of people are clicking on it, or there's a mismatch between what people thought they were going to find and what they actually found, or something else is happening. Maybe there's a loading time problem, maybe your server was down, or whatever that is resulting in people hitting that article, but probably not reading it because no one can read that fast. So you need to figure out what happened there, potentially. You might not be able to figure it out, but I'm saying don't get lost in metrics. And if your marketing team, if you're in a firm of the size that might have a marketing team, if they're simply reporting page views to you, ask for better information. Because this is not useful information for you. What you need to know is what kind of content do people like and what kind of information do they prefer to consume and what kind of headlines do they appreciate and where are they coming from and how can I find more of them and where should we be putting our advertising dollar if we have some advertising spend. Okay, these are the kinds of questions you need to be actually getting relevant information so that you can answer them in an informed and sensible way, not just throwing money randomly at Facebook boosts for no particular reason. So we're coming up on eight minutes uh, sometime pretty soon, so I do want to wrap this up. But basically, if you want to do a quick snapshot 
over the last six months, which a lot of people are going to be doing right around this time of year, which is January as I'm recording this. So you're going to look at your top 10 posts over the last six months. You're going to see where the referral traffic came from, whether there were any spikes and outliers. You're going to see how long people were there. And then that will give you at the very least an idea of what to write about coming up. Track down where things were shared. Track down who were your most commented people, who were your uh, best referrers, that sort of stuff, as much as you can. This information isn't always available, but sometimes you can find out, and sometimes that can be very valuable information. There are a million more metrics you could dig down to, but we've already hit the limits of our time tolerance for today. So I'm going to end this one there. We might look at metrics a little bit more in a later episode. For now, though, start digging around, see what you can find, see what information is useful, and use that as you craft your content strategy going forward. I'm signing out. Hit all the buttons really quickly that are nice, and I'll see you next time.